0: content creator pod where you can learn how to grow your YouTube channel. Every week a new creator joins us to share their tips. I'm Tassiani and I'm Talisa from TJTV YouTube channel. We're on a journey to become full-time content creators. Are you ready to join us? Welcome to this episode. Today we're going to be talking about how you can find a niche for your YouTube channel and discussing whether it's even important to have a niche. And we are so excited
1: to have our first in-person guest. So thank you, Hayden from Blender Tutorials for joining us. You're welcome. Um, So he has, if you don't know, 20,000 subscribers. His highest viewed video has 376,000 views. And he just released a website called BlenderTutorials.org. So we're super excited
0: to have you here.
2: No, it's it's exciting to be here.
0: very, very impressive. So firstly, how would you describe your niche?
2: Oh, that's a good question. So I think I would describe it as a 3D educational niche. So people searching the internet for how to use three D software and, and Blender in general.
0: Right. So you make tutorials for very specific questions.
2: Uh yeah, I try to make tutorials for specific questions relating to Blender, which is a software for 3D. And usually the people looking for these questions online they have an idea of how to go about something it's just they don't know the specifics of it so youtube videos are a great medium for that because they can watch someone work along with them
1: yeah i mean at the end of the day youtube is a search engine um just like google so people definitely search for things there so i wanted to ask has it been helpful having a niche especially in terms of growing your channel?
2: I think it it is very valuable in having a niche because not only does a niche give you direction as a, a creator, it also means that your audience is willing to come back to your channel again and again because they know that you serve that particular question that they may have. On the flip side, however, it can be a bit of a downside if your niche is perhaps a little narrow. So your audience may not be as large, potentially, depending on your niche. I guess there's a fine balance between uh, generalization, so being a bit general in your niche, to being super specific. If you're super specific, I think your audience is more willing to Uh, More engaged because you're answering exactly what they need. But if you're a bit more general, you have the potential of getting a little bit more of an audience.
0: And that makes sense. So, how would you go about expanding your niche if you start off having a very very narrow niche? Mm. How would you go about expanding that so you reach more people?
2: That's a great question. So, I think it's a little. um, I wouldn't call it complicated, but I think one thing that especially worries me sometimes is being cornered into a niche. So if you want to expand into other or let's call them related niches, I think the way to do it is over time. I I don't think you can go into it too quickly because it might, depending if your audience is really engaged or not, it might sort of make it so that they lose interest a little bit or they might be like, well, where does this come from? Like they're not really sure where it's come from and they might say hey i really want to watch these other types of videos again but if you slowly bring it in or you just explain hey i want to focus on this now as well actually being open is actually another really good strategy more often than not people are willing to you know like they they like that
0: right and does knowing your target audience and knowing your niche does that help you come up with video ideas
2: absolutely i think that, that's a very important thing. You have to maybe not know 100% of your niche, but you have to be involved in your niche in some way. Uh, so for example, you don't have to be a master at whatever you are um, talking about, but you must at least be involved in it, I think, because it gives you a perspective. And that also does help with content creation because that means you'll, you'll have a knowledge of what people are after and you will be able to use that as an idea for your videos
1: so talk us through how you come up with the idea for your videos you mentioned (laughs) that it's good having a knowledge of what your audience is looking for Mm. so when you're coming up with ideas for your videos like how does the process go
2: okay that's a that's a really good question um so if anyone goes to my channel now they'll probably notice that i don't post that regularly anymore and that is partly because i've been working on my website but it's also because the idea creation department actually became really difficult at a certain point. It, it got to a point where I just was struggling for ideas, even though I'm very knowledgeable in that subject. Um, I think what eventually happened was uh, you just get to a point and you kind of feel like you're just rehashing the same ground. But initially, I think the ideas more came from Uh, people asking me at university how to use this particular software. At least this is how Blender Tutorial started in a way. They asked, like, how do you use this software? And I was like, yeah, I can make a video for it. And so I started posting videos of it. So firstly, it was community, well, not community, it was just people asking questions in real life. And I'm like, well, I can't answer it all the time, so I'll create a video and then people can watch it. Um, And then eventually I thought to myself, well, what would I have enjoyed if I was learning this subject again now. And I tried to answer those questions that I would have wanted answered when I was learning. And then once I got to a certain size of subscribers and engagement, what I started to see was a lot of people were asking particular questions or they wanted to know a certain subject and I would use that as a way to create more content.
1: I know. I think that's so good. And I hope that you come up and you start uh, getting more ideas and you get out of the author's kind of block. Absolutely. From that. It actually reminded me of this video that I was watching recently where someone was saying how to get ideas. So I don't know if this will help at all, nope. especially for educational or tutorial videos. Mm. And that is, either one listening to your commenters like you said Absolutely. and doing what they're asking cause you know for sure there are people who want to watch it. Yes. And the other thing was searching in the search bar starting with like how to something mm-hmm. And it will kind of auto-fill the possible options. And that is basically what people are looking for. So
2: That's good advice.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not mine. I've stolen it from another video, but I liked it. So I'm sharing it with you guys. The other thing is you talked us through your niche and I think a little bit on how you started it with the university, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to ask. Did you always know you wanted to go specifically uh, to this niche or did it kind of mold into
2: that? No, I had no idea actually, to be perfectly honest. Um, I just started it because I wanted to answer and help people with this particular software because it has a bit of a reputation of being a bit difficult. Let's just put it that way. So it just started off as from a place of me wanting to help people. But as I started helping people and hearing all the feedback from people saying, this is great, um, I've learned so much, it just really made me feel really good. I like to continue helping people learn the software. So I eventually just pivoted towards that a bit more and now here we are
0: that's amazing advice so for the people listening it sounds like it's really good to have an open mind because you don't know where your youtube channel might take you
2: absolutely because you you might create a video that you really enjoyed making and then it might people might just love it and your channel might not be about those types of videos but what that will show is like hey there's an audience out there for that
0: for the people listening, they might not have a YouTube channel yet. They might be thinking about starting one or they might already have a few videos out. So how do you think they should find their niche? Is it something that they're already passionate about, something that they they have knowledge on?
2: Mm, that's a good question. I think you should have knowledge on your niche. You don't have to be um, the most knowledgeable person about Whatever you would like to do, but you should have at least some knowledge on it. And being passionate, while not a requirement does help, I think, because it means that you won't burn out as easily. So I think being passionate and being just a little bit like have knowledge of it is important. Now, you could also frame it from another perspective. Maybe if you're learning something you could, that could be your niche, learning something in a hundred days. For example, people like watching, journeys. Because I think that's one thing the internet's very good at. You can sort of guess at what people are looking for. They're either looking for information or they're looking to feel something. They're looking for a story, either motivate them, scare them, make them feel happy. And that's why movies and and film do so well. So by sort of orienting yourself to facilitating to those needs of people, it's often a a good good bet that someone's going to like it.
1: Yeah, I think that's such good advice if you're listening. Um, One of the examples you gave was to do a video on learning something, which which will then have both the education side as well as the emotion and taking people on a story, which sounds really cool. So if you're out of ideas, that could be one for you. And so speaking in terms of your channel and your niche, why do you think that um, the education kind of niche has done you well and has become Mm. so popular
2: well that's a that's a really good question so i think it just boils down to how the internet works so i mean who's done this who's just gone to google and typed in how to dot 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 (laughs) you know i think we've all done it and google spits out a result and that will usually have videos at the top and there will be a list of blogs as well i think that that how to question how do i do this how do i do that really lends itself very very well to being discovered on YouTube because people are always searching and trying to attain more knowledge for themselves Mm -hmm. because I think, I mean, that's the most sure investment, isn't it? Investing in yourself.
1: Has it affected at all as well watch time? Sorry, percentage of time people watch?
2: (laughs) That's a great question. Um, I sometimes look at the statistics of the watch time on my channel and I get blown away still. I mean, I get about 50,000 views per month around that. And the watch time is just insanely large, like tens of thousands of hours per month. Um, And I think the form of education does contribute to it slightly because people may have to go back to parts that they're not quite familiar with and rewatch that part. So... If they're not familiar with a certain concept, they might jump back a couple of times and try it out for themselves. And that does contribute to the watch time.
0: Yeah. So it's sounds like you're really filling a need with educational content. Absolutely. And you gave really great tips for the title for the video. So not only for um, what videos you should be posting about, but how to title it. So if you're doing educational videos, it well, any types of video, really, it's good to keep in mind how your ideal subscriber is going to be searching.
2: Absolutely, how they're going to ask mm-hmm. for it, how they're going to, you know, type it into Google or YouTube or wherever they're well, looking Well,
0: thank you for. so much for all the advice you've shared. If there's just one key takeaway that the listeners could take, what would it be?
2: I think it's have fun and really enjoy yourself and be true to what you want to do. Uh, if you read, you know, as you grow and grow, you'll also be getting fairly negative comments now and again. And just to ignore them for the most part, because honestly that people either aren't really thinking about what they're writing or they don't really mean it as much. So being positive, I think is a great, great attribute.
1: Thank you so much. You gave us so much to think about. And I think a lot of, um, you know, anyone listening will have learnt a lot. I certainly have. Definitely to wrap up, I think super important is Having a niche can really help you in terms of getting viewers, but at the same time, don't be scared when you're starting out to experiment a little bit and see where it takes you and where it fits uh, in. And so we just wanted to say thank you so much, Hayden, for <laughs> being you. a part of this. You're Please welcome. go check out his channel if you're watching this on YouTube. I'll have all the links, but otherwise it's Blender Tutorials. And also check out his website, so BlenderTutorials.org if you're interested in learning about Blender and animation and, yeah, anything for beginners. So thanks, Hayden, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, and we'll
0: see you in the next episode.